Today is another day, a beautiful day, and you know, what are we thinking today? What are we doing today? What are we going to say today? Where are we going to go? Um, what's, what's, what's planned for us for today? What is the future, the next five minutes look like for you? Have you even thought about that? Um, have you been speaking to your day? Have you been speaking to your life? Have you been speaking words of affirmation? over your life uh, are you just living life by chance or you're living life by design are you believing what god said for your life are you just letting situations mm, just quote unquote work themselves out <laughs> as children of god we just need to take possession of the word of god and just believe what god said in spite of what we are seeing just believe and trust whatever God says. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And today I want to talk about something I call vocalized faith. Vocalized faith. And I want to go all the way back to the book of Numbers, chapter 13. And we'll read from verse 30. Um, book of Numbers, chapter 13. And remember today's vocalized faith. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, <clears throat> We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger <clears throat> than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land. Which, had, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. <clears throat> and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. In verse chapter 14, verse 1 said, And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. What are we talking about? <clears throat> well, if you, if you read the pretext, you will get the context of what I'm talking about here. The pretext is that God um, sent, told Moses to go and spy out the land that he has given unto them. Amen. 
God sent Moses to go and take a look at what is already yours. That's basically what God is saying. He said, send, send men that they may search out the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel, unto every tribe. And so here God is saying, there's a land that is already yours. I've given it to you. I want you to go take a look at it and come back and tell me what you see. I believe God was testing their faith. God was really testing. They didn't see it as such, but God was testing their faith. And so 10 came back and said they were not able, and two said they were more than able. Listen, folks, vocalizing your faith, words are invisible but can be seen. I know that doesn't make sense to you. Words are invisible but, what can, but can be seen. Yeah, the results of what was said can be seen, right? And we're going to go into that a little bit. And so whether you say you can or you say you can't, it really is still vocalized faith. It's a statement of faith. You either have faith that you can't or you have faith that you can. Either you believe that you can or you believe that you can't. And so these 10 men who came back um, with the belief that they could not possess the land because they saw giants and in their own eyes they looked as grasshoppers before the giants and so their belief and their faith was that they could not possess the land even though god says he had given it to them okay so it was really doubting god's abilities God said, go and see what I am giving you. It was already theirs. God wanted them to see what was theirs. You see, sometimes God will test our faith by showing us the future. <laughs> showing us the future possession. Showing us the outcome. The end revealed. <laughs> he will show you the end. The question is it. The question is do you believe what you are seeing? Do you believe you could accomplish it? Do you believe you can possess it? And if so, you're going to vocalize your faith, either that you can or you can't. And so these men, or, or rather all 12, came back after spying out the land. They came back displaying the fruit of the land, explaining the beauty of the land, and also the inhabitants of the land. They came back with proof that the land was really a land of milk and honey. They came back with proof, and they said there were giants in the land. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it was true. That was the fact. The fact was giants are in the land. The fact was that the land was a land of milk and honey. The fact was the fruits of the land. They actually brought it back for the children of Israel to see, right? But, but they came back, they came back displaying what was there, what they saw. But 12, um, 10, um, 10 spies are saying that we can't, we can't possess it. 
That was their vocalized faith. That was the state. That was their statement of faith. But two said, we can. That was also their vocalized faith. That was their statement of faith. You see, what you have to understand, 10 said, we can't do it. And listen, that gave me, that a thought came into my mind. And it's this, the truth is rarely in the majority. Let me say that again. The truth is rarely found in the majority. Truth is usually found in the minority. So we have to be very careful what the majority is saying to us. We have to really check to make sure what the majority is saying is truth. And if the majority is saying something, I will usually be suspect of it. <laughs> because truth is really found in the majority. Truth is, real, is, is usually found in the minority. And so 10 believe that they can't take possession of the land. It was their statement of faith. Their faith was vocalized. They believed they couldn't, so they wouldn't. Let me say it again. They believed they couldn't, and so they wouldn't. They would not try. They would not put out the effort because they just don't think they can do it. Their unseen words of doubt brought powerful and seen results. Listen, your word of doubt can have negative impact on those who have heard you. Yeah, it will. It can. And we see what happened to the children of Israel. The people cried and wept all night and said it was better that we had stayed in Egypt because God has brought us out here to kill us in the wilderness. You know, and they just murmured and, and complained all night long simply because of what the majority said. Their unseen words were now seen by the results of their words. Listen, there's ramification for the words that you're speaking, whether good or bad, and the results of it is going to be seen. Let me say that one more time. The results of your vocalized faith, whether you are believing God or you are doubting God, the results of it will be seen. If you're going to doubt God, that result will be seen. If you're going to trust God and, and believe him, the result of that vocalized faith will also be seen, right? And so their unseen words of doubt brought powerful and seen results. Listen, people will quickly believe a lie spread by the majority. Okay, I think I need to say that very clearly. People will quickly believe a lie when it's spread by the majority. So be careful what the majority are saying. Be careful. Find out if there's any truth in it. Amen. And so if it comes to whether or not you're going to believe God, or you're going to take the word of majority, I would suggest that you just believe and trust God. If God gave his word on something, you just trust God. No matter what the majority is saying, no matter what you're seeing, no matter what you're hearing, your vocalized faith must be in line with what God has said. 
Amen. Now, understand and see what happens to these people. Their vocalized faith was that we cannot do it. We're going to die. These people are too powerful, powerful, powerful for us. And guess what happened? They all eventually receive according to their vocalized faith. None of the ones who believed they couldn't possess the land ever did. They all died in the wilderness died holding on to what they believed because that's what they had faith for. They did. They died. Died because they could not believe what God has said. And look what God said um, in Numbers 14 and 28, because this is so important. We must know this. This is important for you to know. Everybody should get their scriptures, highlight this word, and um, Numbers 14, 28, highlight it. It says, say unto them, this is what God is saying. He says, say unto them, as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Mm -hmm. That's what God says. Because they vocalized <laughs> that they could not do it. They vocalized that they are not able. They spoke it. God heard it, and he says, that's what I'm going to do to you. Exactly what you said, that is what you're going to have. And he says, your carcasses shall fall in this wilderness, and all that were numbered of you according to your whole number from 20 years old and upward, which have murmured against me. That's what God says. And so listen, when God gives a word, you don't be speaking the opposite. You just speak what God says in spite of what you're seeing, what you're feeling, in spite of what happened in the past, in spite of the failures in the past, in, in spite of anything that has happened, in spite of what the majority is saying. You put your trust in God because if you don't put your trust in God and you dare vocalize your negative feelings, your negative thinking, and God hears it. He says, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. Amazing. They didn't trust the word of God. They trusted, and you know, the people that trust in the word of God, they trust in what they heard, what they heard that the 10 spies came back and said, um, they trusted in what they saw, what they were seeing was bigger than them and insurmountable. So their faith was in their inabilities rather than God's abilities and God making good on his word. They couldn't trust God. They didn't trust what God said, that just go and see. Just go see what I've given you. That's all. Just go see what I've given you. It's already yours. It, they probably thought God didn't know there were giants in the land. God knew that there were giants in the land. God knew. It was simply a test of their faith. Listen, folks, God knows what's happening in your life. <laughs> He does. He knows every obstacle. He knows every hindrance. He knows every sickness. He knows every disease. He already knows it all. He knows every trial, every tribulation. God knows it all. He simply wants to see if you're going to trust him. 
If he says he's going to heal you, no matter what the doctor's report is, he wants to see if you're going to trust them or you're just going to fall to what you have saw and what you have heard and what the majority is saying. You know, this, you know, listen, listen to what God is saying and never dare let a word of doubt come out of your mouth because God will hear it. He said, you will have exactly what you said. <laughs> you know, God is amazing. He hears everything. But then on the other side, two of the spies said, let's go up immediately and possess it for we are well able. It was their vocalized faith. It was their statement of faith. It was their faith vocalized. They believed they could, and they could do it now. This, their statement of faith saw the giants has defeated foes, defeated obstacles. They saw the land as already theirs, ripe for possession. It was already theirs because God said it was theirs. Their vocalized faith was in harmony with what God said. It was based on God's abilities, not theirs. So in spite of what they saw, in spite of what they were seeing in the physical, what God said is truth and can be trusted. Let me say that one more time. What God said is truth and can be trusted. So you make sure you're speaking the truth out of your mouth. Vocalize what God says. Let that be the statement that come out of your mouth because God is listening. God is hearing what you are saying. And God will come by and say, okay, if that's what you're saying, that's what you're going to have. Yes. You don't believe me? Let's go to the book of Matthew. Let's go to the book of Matthew. You don't believe that. You don't believe God's going to say what you say. Listen, Matthew 9, 22. Uh, Matthew 9, verse 20. You should highlight this too. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the, the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may touch his garment, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about. When he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. You hear that? What she said. And if we go to Mark eleven twenty three. Um, Jesus says, whatsoever, whoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. <laughs> oh, glory to God. You see that? The woman said, if I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And Jesus says, because of your faith, because of what you said, so be it unto you. Okay, so we saw it in the Old Testament. God says, because of your negative statement that you can't do it, you can't possess the land, you're not able. And God said, I'm going to give you exactly what you say. Listen, folks. 
you better stay in the positive. I don't care what anybody says to me. I'm going to stay in the positive. I'm just going to trust God. I don't care what the reports are. I'm just going to stick to what God is saying. I'm going to stick to his word. Amen. It's a, if it's, it's God, it is God's will. I'm not even asking that question. It is God's will that we prosper and be in good health. Stop saying if it is. Say it is God's will that you prosper and be in good health. That is God's will. And that's, and when you speak that, you are vocalizing what God has said. You have now come in harmony with the word of God. That's your vocalized faith. You speak it, you decree it, declare it, that it may be established. Remember what I said. If you're going to work with God, you got to work with words. But you got to make sure your words is in alignment with God's word. Never get out of alignment with what God has said. Doesn't matter what you're feeling. No matter what you're going through, you stick to the word of God. Stick to it. Stick to it. Let it be stuck to you like crazy glue. Amen. Let people think what they want to think. Let people think you have lost your mind. Let people think you are crazy. Let people think you are stupid. Let them think that. But you just stay focused on God's word. Amen. Just stay focused on God's word. God's word cannot fail. Amen. And so that's my few words of encouragement for you today. Make sure what you're vocalizing is faith in God's word. Refuse to speak anything negative over your life because God will hear it and give you exactly what you have said. Amen. Your words are powerful. God hears it and he responds to your word. The Bible said the eyes of the Lord go throughout the whole earth seeking those whose hearts are perfect towards him, that he may show himself strong on their behalf. And so I pray that your words, your vocalized faith is words that are in alignment with the word of God. Never speak doubt. Never, never speak about weaknesses. Don't ever speak that over your life. Don't speak about you've been broke. Don't speak about, you know, all these bad things. Yeah, they may be there, but you speak the good over your life. You speak what you want to see. I've said that so many times. You've got to speak what you want to see. But God comes in alignment with your word. Heavenly comes in agreement with your word. When the Bible says you will bound, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. It simply means what you agree with on earth, heaven come in agreement with you. Are you hearing me? What you allow, heaven comes in agreement with you. What you disallow, heaven also comes in agreement with you. So allow the grace of God, the favor of God, the mercy of God, the blessings of God, all the blessings of heaven. Allow those things in your life by vocalizing those things. 
and refuse to vocalize negativity, refuse to vocalize death and all those things and sicknesses and disease, refuse to vocalize those things. Let the dominating thought be your health, be your help, be your wealth, be your strength, be your anointing, be your relationship with God, amen, your favor, consistently speak those things. Why do you think every single day I speak the same thing, favor on our heads, amen? That must be your dominating thought, amen? That will become your reality, will become your expectation if you consistently speak it. Though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. Listen, you speak it until you see it. It's going to change. Your circumstance is going to change. Your health is going to show up between the tick and the talk of the clock. Change is going to come to your life. You're going to be amazed at what God has done in your life. Amen. So you stay strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you again for the words that bring life. Thank you for wherever there's faith, there must be a report of victory. And so today, God, we give you praise for the report of victory. We thank you for training our mind that we may think from above and not from beneath. But Father, you said we are always above and never beneath. You said we are the head, not the tail. We are rich, not poor. We are blessed. We are not cursed. And I pray, God, that we will trust your word in spite of our current circumstance. And I know, Father, things don't always work out according to how we think or how we feel. But we know that your word says... However they work out, it is for our good. And so we thank you today. Thank you for the favor that is on our heads, the increase that is on our hands, and the swiftness that is on our feet. Thank you for forgiving our past, preserving our present, and have guaranteed our future. But though our beginning was small, our latter end has greatly increased. And there's not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy. Hallelujah. We're wealthy and we are strong in you, our God, and in the power of your might. Father, in all this, God, you are worthy to be praised. And we tell you thank you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. 